1: plushcare.com slash weight
0: loss one is mark and john's the other they're just friends they are not lovers it's
2: two old queens it's two old queens they're just sassy not that mean two old queens it's two old queens now shut up hello Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn.
0: I'm Mark Rennie.
2: Mark, I am so excited about our guest this week. Please
0: tell everybody who it is. I will. He's an actor, and I would say bon vivant. You know, I'm from 30 Rock and Community, and a returning guest. It's Jeff Hiller. Yay! Why would you say bon vivant? Why not? It's not bad. You just told but isn't a, a bon before vivant started.
1: But isn't a bon vivant someone who um, is independently wealthy and doesn't have to work? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you live in New York City. You're fine. (laughs) It's also a restaurant in Atwater that I've never been to. It is. Oh, I've been there. It's good. Is it? I've been there
2: with you. Yeah, we've been there together. Mm -hmm. It's not far from where I live. Sorry, the pointing is weird because I guess everybody's on a different screen. Yeah, Yeah, if you're at Bon Vivant for $5 extra, you can get like a, a THC shot in your tea. I totally recommend it for like an afternoon great (laughs) is that legal yeah it's California
0: (laughs) you know I did I took CBD and it doesn't work on me like I said someone had CBD pills and nothing I felt nothing what's it what
2: is CBD specifically supposed to
0: do it's like tea it's like marijuana but without the hallucinogen so what is it (laughs) just like without the getting high part well yeah but you're supposed to relax your body I just didn't feel it's supposed to be like like, um, yeah like a soothing thing yeah like Mm -hmm. moms love CBD you get at the mall now I take it. Do you feel it? (laughs) I'm soaking in it right now.
1: (laughs) 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 I just held up like gross brown liquid (laughs) all over my
0: hands. Uh, Jeff, what do you do? What is helping you if you are sane? What is helping you stay sane or get on the path to sane sanity these days?
1: Look, I'm a real downer. I'm not having a good time right now. Times are rough. I'm like severely depressed. <laughs>
0: sure. You are wearing a black t shirt. <laughs>
1: it's actually navy, but thank you. Oh, um I'm just uh, you
0: are depressed. I know.
1: <laughs> no, I can't even do the black. Just give me the navy. That's what I say to my to my valise because I'm a bulvival. Yeah. Um I what have I been doing? I want to have like a funny answer, but I don't have one. You can just I, be
0: real, Jeff. Yeah. Okay,
1: I run. I've been running. You run. That's
0: very healthy. That's great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you wear a
0: mask when you run?
1: Yeah, we wear a gator. They call it a gator. What's a gator.
2: What does that mean?
1: It's like um. It's like an infinity scarf that's smaller and made out of like spandex, and so it's like round. It's like a tube, and you just put it over your head, and then you put it up over your nose. Oh, I see. And it's easier to breathe through because the fabric is a little thinner. Because all of my masks, all of my cloth masks, it's too thick. You can't breathe. You get Mm
2: hyperventilated. That's great running. That's great running. That's a very healthy way to deal with stress. I'm just smoking a lot of pot. I also drink at night. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't drink at night? That's what nighttime's for. Okay. Well, I'm healthy then. (laughs) What
1: are you all doing?
0: Um, What am I doing? I read. I'm reading Lonesome Dove right now. I'm wow. 500 pages in. Um, play video games, watch movies, you know, go on walks. We went to the Arboretum last weekend. Oh, I went on a hike two days ago. That's great. In go. upstate
1: New York. Wow. And I'm reading too. I'm reading too. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're all reading. What are you
0: reading? Oh, I besides have a book the to room. recommend.
1: I have a book to <laughs> recommend. <laughs> well, first, I'm not even reading the room. Who, who, there's no one here. Who am I going to read? My cat? <laughs> I'm going to read this read microphone. Oh, boy. Yeti? More like <laughs> J. Paul Getty. <laughs> uh,
0: got
2: him. Yeah. We can edit this out, so don't worry.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, I read, and this is a good book, um, The Extraordinary Life of August-March... By Aaron Jackson. It's a very good book. It's written oh, by Aaron's great. someone I know. But I'm currently reading um, Sissy by Jacob Tobiah. I think
2: that's how you say Can you name. recommend? I do. I really do.
0: It's not cool. a um, celebrity bio. It, a little, it is
1: a little bit. I mean, oh, is it? they're not especially a celebrity, I suppose. Like, I think the most famous thing they've done is write this. Book memoir, but it's a memoir.
4: <laughs> gotcha. So
1: a little bit, and I I did read. I'm my next one that I'm reading. I have Julie Andrews and Carly Simon. I've already read one Carly Simon, but the next Carly Simon is about <laughs> Carly Simon's relationship with Jackie Kennedy. And there's then, a whole
0: book just on that. Yeah, girl. She found a way to slice it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's talking about the Jessica Simpson.
1: Uh, memoir. I it's saw to be that great.
0: we walked to.
1: A, I know I don't trust it, but I should. I just, she's not old enough for me yet. Even though I think she's like my age.
0: <laughs> would you write a memoir? What does have she have to say? It?
1: Well, I would write a memoir if something more exciting happened, but not yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure, there's gonna be so many bad like COVID quarantine like fiction or like memoirs out of this. You know I have I mean? been writing. I have been writing. Have you guys been writing? Yeah, nothing mm-hmm. quarantine related. No, no. There's no. going to be a lot of
2: like bad quarantine art, like COVID nineteen yes. art, definitely.
4: Do you guys
1: feel like sometimes you say just COVID, and sometimes, like when I say COVID nineteen, I always feel a little bit embarrassed. Like,
0: well, so. when someone says COVID, I'm always like, "What are you talking about?" And then they said COVID nineteen, I was like, "Now I got it." Now I'm grounded. Yeah.
1: I know. Well, I had COVID and I was like so worried, but it turns out it was COVID nine. So it was fun. oh, <laughs> that's, no, that's nothing.
0: I mean, COVID, oh, such a cute name, too. It mm-hmm. could be like a, for a baby. Oh, wait till she turns 19. She's legal.
1: <laughs> I just, I never know how to say if I say like Corona or COVID because like my husband had it. So I'm mm. always like, oh, yeah. Neil had Corona. Neil had. Covid nineteen—that feels strong. Neil, ha- Neil had Covid. Co- he had the Neil- other big C. I know. So then I just say, Neil had it.
0: <laughs> People are like say no more. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so Neil you're got- in a good
0: place, is what I'm hearing. The Rona. <laughs> the Rona. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's discuss this comedy. <laughs> Well, that's as good a transition as any, I <laughs> yes, suppose. Yes, it sure is. This is our Queen's a month of Queen's choice. This is where John and I pick the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, John picked Clue. John, what's the deal with Clue? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Clue. Uh, <laughs> Clue came out in
2: 1985. It's a murder mystery based on the board game of the same name, uh, maybe known as Cluedo if you're in the United Kingdom. Uh, the film was directed by Jonathan Lynn, who collaborated on the script with John Landis. It tells the story of six guests who are anonymously invited to a strange mansion for dinner, but after their host is killed, they must cooperate with the staff to identify the murderer as the bodies pile up. It stars Eileen Brennan, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lord. Lloyd, Michael McKeon, Martin Mull, Leslie Ann Warren, Colin Camp, and Lee Ving as Mr. Body. Uh, the theatrical release included three different endings uh, with different theaters receiving different ones of the endings. But in the home video release, all three of the endings were included. Uh, the film did very poorly at the box office, grossing only $14.6 million against a budget of $15 million, But it has developed a considerable cult following. And that is the
0: deal with Clue. Well, John. This movie was $15 million? It's all up there on the screen, baby. (laughs) Yeah. John, you were tasked with picking a movie and you picked Clue. Why Clue? Well, as listeners of this podcast who
2: listened to our previous episode will remember and know, we had an email from a listener, Celia, who said, hey, why has no one done Clue? And I thought, you know what? She's got a point. Clue is a great movie. Other people have thought about it. So I was like, you know what? I didn't have any other ideas. So I went, Celia, I'm picking Clue. And Celia, I want to say thank you because I think this was a great choice. Clue is a movie. I'm one of, um, among the millions of people who s- have seen Clue countless times, caught it so many times, like in the afternoon. Like, It's funny. Like, Clue is one of those movies I've seen a million times. I've seen the first 10 minutes of it maybe five times. Um, sure. But I have seen it a ton and ton of times. Um and it was a delight to watch it again. And in fact, watching it again, I was like, oh, in a weird way, this almost feels like it was retrofitted to be good for our system because it's such a weird smorgasbord of a movie that so many categories it actually will do well in in a way that a lot of movies sort of just don't have something. Um, but it is a movie that I love dearly. I can quote endlessly. I have watched millions of times. And watching it again last night, even though I hadn't seen it in a while, I was completely delighted and happy to watch it again.
0: Well, there's nothing funnier than hearing someone quote a movie. Jeff, yep. what's your history with Clue? Um,
1: I'm like John where I have seen it a lot, but I probably haven't seen it for 15 years. Mm. But I saw it all the time in my childhood. Like whenever we would have free HBO, you know, like, <laughs> you know how they'd like have weekends yes. where they were free HBO. That would always be on. And then my my next-door neighbor, Aaron, he record this was like one of the first – things he recorded on the VHS and we would watch it all the time and we would laugh and now that the things that I remember laughing at I'm like god that's not even slightly funny if anything it's (laughs) a little disturbing but there were all these things that I watched today I was like good that's good that's a good beat oh I see that's the (laughs) the callback oh I see okay this is a physical moment they really made a choice here
0: so it was very clinical yeah well i'm in a dark place <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. you know what? that's fine how about you mark <laughs> what is your history with the movie clue well i think i mentioned last week that this um my f- parents let me rent a vcr for one of my birthdays because mm-hmm. we had hbo so they're always like why do you need a vcr we have hbo oh.
2: <laughs> even though <laughs> my family boys, was the opposite we got the
0: vcr oh
2: so you didn't need hbo um.
0: So I remember I've seen it a million times. I, I feel like I watched I've seen it at least once or twice a year. I remember being a kid and seeing the newspaper listings for it, and it would say ending A, ending B, ending C in the paper. So you knew which ending you were going to get, and that always I always thought that was fun. Um, sure. But I think it's a great fun. You I mean it's as good as an adaptation of a board game? Has <laughs> any right to <laughs> That's be? That's true. Is there a better you know one? They... How many board game movies are there? Battleship, terrible. Battleship was
2: g- garbage. I think garbage.
0: Is there I a Candyland? I'm it. sure
2: someone's working on a Candyland somewhere.
0: I think they're working on. And there's Ridley Scott for a time was working on a Monopoly movie. Which is anyone say wasn't there a Monopoly thing happening? Yeah, they were working on it. But is anyone in the mood for to see a Monopoly in this day and age? No, Mm-mm. no. Tax some Mr. Monopoly. There goes.
1: must be another one. There's we miss... we must be missing some. If
2: only there was some way to find it. <laughs> Parchezy the movie somewhere. <laughs> hungry Hungry Hippos um, So I love Clue
0: So, so wait, when
2: y- Yes I was going to say I also saw it when it came out in theaters The version I saw I saw it I think three times in movie theaters But I was silly enough Dumb enough to go to the same movie theater Thinking that the, di- the ending would be different But it was always The ver- movie theater I went to always had the Miss Scarlet ending When you saw it in theaters oh. Do you remember which ending you had? I don't think I ever saw it in theaters Oh, okay.
4: Me
1: neither. Cool.
2: I only saw it on TV. I'm the oldest. Go ahead. (laughs) You guess? I
0: think we know that for a fact. (laughs) All right. That felt so good. Let's do that again. (laughs) Wait a minute. Jeff, as you know, because you've done this before, we are looking for the gayest movie ever, and we have a very complex and Byzantine scoring system with, don't sneer at me during my, my what spiel. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so we have a bunch of categories with which to judge the movie, then we're going to go through these categories at some point. We all together will add a category, and it could become, become Canon. 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 perfect. Wow, I was on that
1: before John
0: was. Thank you. That's It's the training. <laughs> the training comes through. Wow. Here is our our current top five Jeff and I should note well I'll do the top five and then tell you where your previous movie is now at number five with 76.52 percent funny girl number four with 78.59 percent Bradley Cooper's a star is born number three with 78.63 percent strictly ballroom number two with 79.51 percent grease two and the number one gayest movie ever at 94.83 percent female trouble <laughs> now I should say, Jeff, you brought in uh, in February Showgirls. It cur- that was on our old scoring system, so it currently has a right. rank of sixty point fifty five percent and is twenty second on the gayest movie ever. I'm
1: so glad you brought that up.
0: I thought I just think, to give I think a in gamut, some
2: time in the future we're gonna revisit some of these older movies with the new system.
1: You know
0: what? All I care about is
1: the stupid Muppets take Manhattan <laughs> isn't the winner anymore. That's that is all they about right now.
0: That is number fifteen now. So the fact that that's scarier than Showgirls it. is insane. Um, where do you guys think uh, Clue's going to land? I think, except for the sexual part of homosexual, it's
2: a very gay movie, so I think it's going to do well. But give me a number.
0: I'll say in the top ten. Top ten. I think. I don't care fair enough Perfect.
4: perfectly rational Jeff
0: Hiller with a lot answered. of skin in the game here we go alright Jeff our first category this is something you're passionate about I'm sorry I'm in a bad place no, <laughs> got it. God. maybe you keep mentioning it it'll make it better
1: thank you that's my plan
0: okay good our first category homoeroticism so on a scale of 0 to 100 how homoerotic is Clue I mean There's really nothing
1: I can't think of a thing. Even like, even Michael McKeon saying he's homosexual, which by the way, that part is like burned in my brain. Is that burned in your brains too? Like that he would say, I'm gay, I'm a homosexual. And like, I remember watching that and being like-
2: And not being like bawling after he says it.
1: Right, right. well, (laughs) I was just like, oh no, do they, you know,
0: like, is everybody else hearing this? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like there was something transgressive about it
1: yeah and then at the end anyway spoiler alert but then at the end i was like your oh your wife um okay uh i'm gonna i can't give it there's much. not a lot
2: but here's what i'll say mr green does show the cop the dining room the kitchen the ballroom and like goes on that little tour there's something a little bit like cruisy about that i think oh i had one thing even a
0: house tour yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. i had cop? one thing well which... yeah. Yeah. Which was
2: something I
1: never noticed before tonight when I rewatched it tonight, mm-hmm. which is when, you know, when they're like putting the cook on the couch and then they put yeah. Mr. Body on the couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they put him on the couch, they like toss his body there and his butt is just up. Yep. And um, and I forget who it is, if it's Plum or... Professor Plum. Whoever. I, I don't know who it is, but they're like pushing him, and his his face is really close to his butt, and his butt is like, it's a lovely butt. It's a juicy, round butt mm-hmm. that, that that the pants hang off of in a way that says, "You're welcome."
4: <laughs>
2: uh, you got. You could maybe that. get in here, yeah.
0: So how does? <laughs> oh that my trigger? god! Where, what's happening to me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's beautiful. I think you should keep going with it.
0: Leaving is a handsome man. I thought he is thought. He like, yeah.
2: There's something like sexy in a sort of like Guido kind of way about trade. Him. Yes, like Long Island <laughs> trade kind of way. But Long Island, can we Island agree trade. That,
1: can we agree? Like, not a great actor, right? No. Well,
0: I mean, no. But that's okay. <laughs> of course not. But also, like, look who he's like, also up fine. against. You know what I mean? Right. Like, everyone's True. gonna look like shit compared to that cast. It's stacked. right. That I cast know.
1: is stacked. You're right.
0: Um, okay, for
1: homoeroticism, I'll give it a eleven. Eleven.
2: I'm gonna give it a thirty-five.
0: Thirty-five <laughs> based on showing based a cop on, what a house looks like.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And that leaving <laughs> ass. I like that. I like a I like a man in a butler uniform or a cop uniform. Do you? There's some stuff. You going like on a there. man
0: in a cop uniform. Wade talk about reading the room, John. <laughs> <laughs> Deep the, like police, to you gonna, the police you wanna de pants the police.
2: Exactly. You're welcome
0: um i do not i didn't uh i'm gonna give it a seven i did not <laughs> think it was actually very homoerotic at all but that's okay. not why we're watching clue and no. honestly like the women completely overshadow the man in this movie Profoundly. the women and tim curry i feel like yes and then right. i kind of forget everyone else i know so they're true. all good by the way by yes. the way i read
1: something on imdb today trivia I read it too Love it that originally Miss Scarlet was cast as Carrie Fisher.
2: Yeah, isn't that crazy? And she, she went into it. rehab, and they oh. were like,
1: the insurance company wouldn't, um, yeah, you know, bond well, her. Her
2: rehab got like was like, okay, you can leave for this amount of time and all this stuff. The only the the only problem was the insurance on the movie. They're like, no, it's too risky.
1: And that is like what Postcards from the Edge is all about.
0: Oh, that's and why Eileen she Brennan has to live with her mom. Out of rehab, this was Eileen know. Brennan's first movie. Out mm-hmm. of rehab, and she said that
1: she and, she and Madeline Kahn used to be really good friends, but she said they weren't friends on that movie and they never really talked after that because, um, she felt like Madeline Kahn couldn't handle talking about her rehab.
0: You know, Madeline Kahn's a comedian, she probably got a lot of walls up, she had a <laughs> lot of demons. <laughs> I went to the same college as Madeline Kahn, not at the same time,
2: but you know, I've heard a lot of stories. Oh, but uh, Do you have one? N- not really. Just that she was like very neurotic. <laughs> <laughs> <you a> storyteller? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not on a podcast. Later. Oh, Pursity. I see. a few drinks. I'll tell you everything.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Our next category. Controversial on a scale of 0 to 100. How would you rate the actual gay characters in Clue?
2: Oh, well, there are none, right? There are not Well, none. it depends. So like the
0: alternate endings.
2: Yes. Hold on. The alternate endings, in the third one, Mr. Green says, oh, I'm actually an FBI agent, and then he mentions that he's going to go home and sleep with his wife. But if you, ending A or B, he does, that is not revealed.
0: Counterpoint, you're still wrong, mm -hmm. because the title card before the ending says, but here's how it really happened. So the final ending where he goes home to his wife is the true ending. So in reality, he is not gay. Also, I
1: felt like when um, Tim Curry is like Telling everyone what their things are And he stands up and says I'm going to say it first I'm a homosexual Tim Curry looks surprised As if, as if to say like that's not what I'm bribing you about
2: <laughs> right. But he never Contradicts him later
1: No but I think when I was watching it Tonight I was like oh yeah See he's not gay <laughs> he's
0: This is the Cause... second time Michael McKean Has played gay and best in show
1: Right Well this was the mm-hmm. first time First time
0: yeah, um, so are there any other actual any other gay characters? I don't think so. I mean, do we
2: think the cook is gay? Do we think uh, I bet Yvette was gay for pay? I mean, she did work. <laughs> I'm sure she would do it. We don't know about the motorist. We don't know about the cop. We don't know about the singing telegram person. Howard Hessman? sure, possibly those cops. Well, we know that the, the
1: singing telegram had sex with her male therapist. That's, That's true. true.
2: But maybe because so. she was like, "I think I like women," and he was like, "Well, let's find out."
0: <laughs> wow, this is. Okay. Are you counting Great. fan fiction at this point? <laughs> she said. I mean,
2: yeah, think about it. You got to consider this it. Is based it's on like a hundred different points here, you got to give it some.
0: Um. Do you? Um. Well, so, what would you give it, Jeff, for actual gay characters?
4: I
1: don't like to give zero. Three.
0: Three. Tough, but fair?
2: I'm going to give it twenty. I think Mister Green, there's something going on there, and also like even though Michael, whoever Michael McKeon's actual character's name is, he is playing a gay person in the in the context of the movie, out of one
0: of the six main characters. So yeah, I'm going to give it a zero because I don't believe there are any actual. given it an average of seven point six seven, which is one point higher than Armageddon. Hey. There you go. <laughs> All right, next category on a scale zero to hundred. How campy is clue?
1: Wait, I thought in Armageddon they really were there were gay people and they revealed it in the
0: sequel. There's no sequel to Armageddon.
1: Oh, what's that movie where Brent Spiner (laughs) in the the...
0: independence day? (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Which is like three years before? Mm
4: -hmm.
1: I'm sorry, Mark. They all are the same to me. Fair
0: (laughs) enough. Independence Day was directed by a gay man, though, Roland Emmerich, who also made that terrible Stonewall movie. Was oh, right. That was bad. But then he funds really Outfest. Back. So, you know, everyone contains multitudes. It's yeah. a seesaw. <laughs> Jeff, do you Sorry. consider Clue campy?
1: Oh, yeah. Come on.
0: The flames! On
1: the side. I mean, come on. That is not normal, that is very heightened.
2: Okay. Everything Eileen Brennan. Does, Eileen Brennan, come on! All of the women are
0: complete camp.
2: Yvette. I mean, a uh, Colleen Camp. Literally, that right. is her name.
0: <laughs> That's Please, true. Yeah. Got to give some points for that. You
2: got to give just for that. <laughs> I actually thought of that when I was watching it, and I can't believe I didn't say it first. <laughs> the Colleen Camp factor on this movie is a hundred. That's true. <laughs> I think it is super campy. It is like I think. I mean, I think Clue's interesting in the fact that I think we all do love the movie, but I think we all recognize it's this weird sort of like, it doesn't fully gel in that it's this combination of like a murder mystery and it's very like, sort of like, like three stooges, very like slapsticky well, it's farce, on you know? top it's of that like farce. and farce It's
1: totally farce. It's so physical.
0: It, um, I've never there's... seen it, but is this what noises on is like? Noises off? is Noises off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> I've never seen it, but this is what I imagine. Noises off is like. Uh, it's it has similar. Noises off style, is more.
1: Sort of, it's more sort of f- historically farcical. It's yeah like slamming doors more mm-hmm. than this is more like running around. Well, yeah, it's a movie. I
4: think Right. <laughs> well, and I like, mean, like
1: farce is like, oh, I confused you for this, right, 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 and right, I yeah. thought that this mm-hmm. was happening with that, and this is more just like. I guess it's, I guess you could say it's a farce.
2: It's the same, but it's yeah but like the um, but it they don't always match well they don't always mesh well like there's some moments that are great but i feel like clue also has tonal moments where you're just like okay i guess we did, i guess we're having that joke now or like the, it's it's this weird uneasy sometimes marriage of like this murder mystery which is which wants to build tension and keep heightening it and a comedy which wants to release tension like build and release uh, and so like it doesn't always work but the moments that do work are so great And I think that's part of like the camp act like and watching again this time, it felt like they were like every actor was like, uh, here's the idea I want to pitch. And they were like, "Okay, sure. Find it. Like, try it. Like, I feel like especially the group scenes when there's a lot like five or six people like in a shot, you almost have to watch it five or six times to just focus on each actor because they're all so good and so smart that they're just like filling the moments Mm -hmm. of weird, ridiculous, specific things that are happening. Like in the second version, uh, the second ending where Miss Peacock is the killer. There's a scene where, like, Mrs. Peacock has got Tim Curry uh, at gunpoint. And Michael McKeon, because he has one line of, like, that I think it's like, but what about the police? They'll be here any minute. He has to, like, enter the shot because of that. But he, like, enters from the back. Like, he's just come out of the bathroom. And if you just watch him, he's giving you, like, a three-act play of, like, oh, "Oh, what's happening? Oh, this is crazy. And getting into the shot. And it's, like, great. And, like, every single one of them, if you look at a, a, a scene where there's, like, four or five different people in it, even though... Madeline Kahn's not the main person. She's doing very interesting, funny, specific choices. Same with same with every single one of them across the board. So that you're saying really the actors are acting when
0: the camera's on them?
2: <laughs> yeah, but they bring that stageness about them of like, oh, the camera's always on me, what so I always have to be doing fucking something. Fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this fun? Um, and I think like, they're all very much aware of that, and I think that's... Uh,
0: why They're this all movie incredible. is
2: so part of the fun campiness of it. I do well, think
0: like the mystery like I do think this is like an extraordinary like well shot movie. Like I think like the mystery mm-hmm. stuff works because I think Absolutely. like it is really it's well. at times legitimately shot. scary and s- suspenseful. Why it wouldn't go that far. I think so. <laughs> well, I think it worked because like I like that none of the characters really care about the people who are dying like no one's really invested in the burn- like Well the- that's sure. what's so
1: camp too is that yeah. they take no like every time they handle the body they do a joke about they how they just <laughs> <laughs> toss the body onto the
0: ground yes mm-hmm. um, I have a list of things I noticed that were campy include, uh, here we go, based on a board game, fake lightning, slurping your soup, (laughs) describing yourself as a hostess, French maids, wearing fur is meant to look like the height of luxury, but it's actually really garish, being disgusted by a socialist, Madeline Kahn, having an all-star cast, a gay guy turning down a chance to be alone with a sexy French maid, Mrs. Peacock's (laughs) disgust, a game room, those shower caps that cops put on their hats in the rain, Madeline Kahn, secret passages, physical (laughs) Comedy, a singing telegram, the complete lack of a reaction to the maiden cop's death, a scene where someone explains how a murder happened, a singing telegram girl's tragic past, Madeline Kahn's harmonies on For She's a Jolly Good Fellow, (laughs) the flames on the side of my space speech by Madeline Kahn, which is sadly only in one of the endings. So if you saw those other twos, you didn't didn't get it. That's like one of the icon, the like top three moments from this movie, probably. Absolutely. I,
1: I have to tell you, though, and John, you can back me up on this, like um, not comedians like that we know, but like theater people. Yeah. They think like a, a like shortcut to being funny is just doing the speech from Madeline Kahn. Like, exactly. And, and they here's do it the all the time. <laughs>
2: Oh, no. and they always add an extra beat that they've invented that they think is as funny as the monologue, and no. it never is. No, no, <laughs> no.
0: it's yeah. not even that much of a monologue. It's like two sentences, really. But mm-hmm. I think it's like weighs so heavily in the culture. Yeah,
1: I think also something that's so campy is that scene where they like pretend that they're all just making out with <laughs> literal bodies. dead bodies.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's so. Twisted. <laughs> that was one of my favorite scenes as a kid.
1: It's like a John Waters movie or yeah. something. Like, like, and when Madeline Kahn is, she's literally kissing him. Like, the camera is such that you wouldn't need to actually kiss him, but she has her lips on him, and he is like bleeding onto her. And it's just like waka waka, right? Making out with a corpse.
0: How <laughs> would they hold the cook's eyes open? <laughs> it's so That's bizarre. So weird. So Jeff, if you had to give a number and you do to the camp factor of Clue, what would you give I, it? I gotta go big. I gotta go hundred. I'm a hundred. You've never seen anything campier. I'm going hundred as well. I think it's
2: 100. like
0: hundred. It's up there. It's as, as campy as it as it needs to be. Yeah. Um, for some reason, the fact that is, I don't know. To me, it's not the campiest thing I've ever seen because it is like already mm-hmm. a comedy in a way. Sure. So in some ways, I don't, I'm going to give it a ninety for camp. Give an average of 96.67. All right, next category over the top wardrobe. How would you rate the wardrobe?
2: Yeah, come on. on.
0: This has got to be big. First (laughs) of
1: all, as I was watching it, I was
0: like, because
1: I was thinking when I was watching this movie, I was like, God, this is the like dream movie to be as an an actor in. Because, (laughs) like, if you're just like a, if you're like the cook or, or I guess a vet was sort of like a star at the time, but like, one of the other people, like, you get to be there on set a long time because it's only one set. You get to be on a movie studio. Like, it's all Mm on a lot. So, it's like, you don't have to stress about like, people being loud outside or like, (laughs) being in a trailer. Like, you have just a dressing room. It's like, so civilized. yeah. And like, you have one costume. So, they are going to make it meh (laughs) Q less he because they got one. So you know that green dress on Leslie Ann Warren was fitted within an inch of its life.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, the fact that they gave her the cloak for just that opening scene, they're like do something big. Because they don't have anything else to do because it's all on one night. Right. Mm And none of the characters are wearing the colors that they are, but their cars are all the colors that, you know, they were all like, thinking about that. Like, oh
2: no. But also that moment where like Mrs. White and then they open up that coat and it's that like very like bold white. Like I remember Mm -hmm. gasping the first time I saw that. Like that's exciting.
0: That's why when you came out, your parents were not surprised. (laughs) They were like, finally. the gas we've known this since labeling.
2: 1985 when you clutched your pearls multiple times while watching clue <laughs> the fact but that what you i have pearls, say, exactly
1: well, they went with the outfit. i was
2: like it was opening night to clue of course i was wearing my pearls <laughs> i was so wearing a chanel too
1: what would i wear diamonds <laughs> jesus um but um i did think about mrs white like her wig was yeah. not high quality
2: no that was definitely out of the bag <laughs> yeah, I was like, really, From the Kiss of the Spider gonna... Woman collection before the fact.
0: No one's mentioned Miss Peacock's hat. Well, we haven't gotten oh. to it yet.
2: The ha- everything she wears, her dress everything. looks like Christmas wrapping paper. Her yeah. eyeglasses, like, her eyeglasses, her that wig, which is made of, uh, uh, not wig, that uh, that, that hat? hat, which is made of With pen feather, feathers, something like that. Ridiculous. It's made of peahen feathers. Peahen, thank you. And the then also, Colleen Camp's boobs are really in your face. Co- yeah, her oh, whole outfit, the French maid outfit. I think even and her sing, like telegram person,
1: the seam on her stockings, and and the cop with the <laughs> with the shower cap,
0: yeah, shower the- cap cop. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, if you had to give this a number for over the top wardrobe, and you do, what would it be? Ninety six. Ninety six. I'm gonna go ninety seven. Ninety seven. Um. We did. There are those three, la- four ladies, but then like the men are kind of like phoned. In. Like there's nothing really great on the rest of the movie, so I can't. So I have to give it a sixty.
2: I don't know. I think the men sort of have fun suits, but it's nothing like, over not, the top about they're that, not Riddler the men quality, wearing. but they're sort of somewhere between like actual suits and and Batman villain. There's something. I think the fact that Professor
1: Plum has um, elbow pads, patches, like, things. Su- mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that
0: feels. Over the top. Given an average of (coughs) 84.33. All right, next category Drag Queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Clue and come away with a whole book of ideas? If
1: you think somebody hadn't done Mrs. White in drag, (laughs) you're a damn fool. I think, or
0: Miss Scarlet, or Miss Peacock, or
2: Yvette.
1: Oh, Yvette.
0: I mean, you could do all the characters from Clue because their names Mm -hmm. evoke a color. Uh, There's a, yeah. They tell you who they are Professor Plum, Colonel Must. They tell you like who they are, their role in society Mm -hmm. as well.
1: But I believe specifically (laughs) there has been more than one drag queen who has done the Mrs. White monologue in an outfit that looks like Mrs. White.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, And then it turns into like fireworks, Burst on Fire, Katy Perry or something. (laughs) but there's little dialogue snippets here and there Mm -hmm.
1: it turns into the most cliche drag queen song in the world (laughs)
0: yeah that's a drag show
1: there you go i mean i'd probably watch the fuck out of it um i'm gonna give it um yeah
0: 95 95 i'll go 95 as well 95 um i gotta go 75 because i do think it's hampered by there's really only the three or four looks there's not like because it is all on one night Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so i think that maybe hurts that score but it gets an average of 88.33 nothing to sneeze at that's more than ginger snaps Mm -hmm. all right our next category on scale zero to 100 how likely are you to recommend this to gay people
1: got a hundred I mean 100. I can't even I don't even know what to discuss about this a
0: <laughs> First
1: of all I don't know a gay person who hasn't already seen it I would be like right. what
0: I do feel what? like when I was growing up it was on HBO all the time I feel like that's how I yeah. saw it it just was on TV all the time yeah, yeah same it was one of those yeah I would a hundred percent this and 100%.
1: Little Shop of Horrors yes <laughs> which is my favorite movie of all time which is what I almost brought in <laughs> Should have. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I'll also give it a hundred. If I was talking to a gay person, like I've never seen Clue, I'd be like, "You have to watch it. You hundred percent have to Clue. go watch this movie."
0: I agree with you. I will also give it a hundred. Give it a hundred, so it's tied with Female Trouble, and that's about mm-hmm. it. Okay, there you go.
1: I mean, if a gay person hasn't seen Female Trouble, <laughs> tisk tisk.
0: They're probably under thirty. Oh, touche. <laughs> All right, the next category. The male gaze on a scale of 0 to 100. How horny is the camera for the male form?
1: So interesting to see which categories you saved. Um, <laughs>
4: uh,
1: I mean, not... I really can only think of that, but... Well, I will, tell you, I will tell you this. Several of the male actors, I was like, oh, you're... Because I'm used to seeing so many of them, like, much older now. On Roseanne. Right. Ian. And I was like, oh, Michael McKeon, you're kind of foxy.
2: Like, Tim Curry's definitely sexy in this movie. Tim Curry, yeah. Um, Christopher Lloyd, I was like, okay, he could get it. I think Um, leaving as Mr.
0: Body has like a little, like, all right, he's leaving a lot to the imagination. Would you say
2: no?
1: (laughs) I will say that that butt shot, I was like, I'm noticing this. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: 25 25 uh i'll give it 35 35 uh i'll give it 20 it's like mostly wide shots and group scenes there's not a lot of highlighting of the male form but it's fun all right next category entrances with pizzazz
1: i mean i'm thinking of this the singing telegram girl come on that's true
2: but I think pretty, most people, when they show up for the first time in the mansion, there's that big bell. It's a whole big deal of them coming Oh, yeah. Every in. single one
1: gets them. Mrs. White Ms. has a reveal. Even Miss um, Scarlet, before she makes it to the house, has a big entrance where she like lifts up her so leg. leg, and-
0: leg to- <laughs> My favorite entrances are the murder weapons. Like, those are, that's a real moment True. when they reveal <laughs> True. I, when i was a kid i thought that was so because we used to play the game all the time so we thought it was so cool when like that moment of mm-hmm. i remember being a kid revealed. and being
1: like oh a black box with a purple ribbon right. how chic it's which of gorgeous. course it's like so macabre but i just thought it was so beautiful you love
0: to get a black box with a purple ribbon
4: uh, to this day uh,
1: but I'd i will say it. today i was like today i was like black boxes look a little shabby, but
2: <laughs> box <laughs> technology's come a Designer. long way. That's I true. know. Also, when they like open that uh, refrigerator and a body sort of falls out, that's sort <laughs> sure. of like a big possession. That's so entrance. true.
1: And a vet has a big entrance because she's you like see her through the window dancing, mm-hmm. and Tim Curry has that whole thing with the dogs. God, I think every single character has a huge entrance. The mansion
0: itself yeah. gets a yeah. Nice the mansion entrance. has a huge entrance. The
2: reveal. Mm-hmm. holy shit
0: i'm gonna give it a hundred a hundred uh i'll give it a 99 99 uh i'm gonna give it an 80 because i do think some of those character ones are a little perfunctory like it's like oh and here's so and so not everyone also like the
1: the, the road the guy who's um the motorist the motorist yeah. mm-hmm. like they every time they come in
0: the doorbell rings
1: and they all go oh <gasps> yeah that's <laughs> so funny it's big. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Our next category on a scale of zero to hundred, how would you rate the dramatic lighting? Mm,
1: I feel like I need you all to go first on this. Cause sure. Mark's like I the think there's a ton person. of this.
2: Cause there's like, this like, there's a moments where it's like, they, they turn off the lights and someone gets shot and then they turn the lights back on or like the power sure, goes no. out in the building. All that's super dramatic.
1: Um, oh, and there's that light, that one point when like, um, Everybody's getting murdered and they show everyone in a key light.
2: Yep. There's
0: that climate. part. Everyone's listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, right. What was that noise? Somebody uh, and then screaming. like when they walk through the secret
2: passageway, that's very like dramatic and dark. Or like when uh, Mr. Body's trying to escape in the, the weird greenhouse room, like there's a ton of dramatic lighting throughout this movie. Okay. A lot and just a lot of like dramatic moments of like the lights going out. Like it's the they're almost like plot points dramatic. It's not even just like, oh well lit. It's like the but lights I do think changing that's... has something to do with the drama.
0: I do think although seventy five percent of this movie does just look like studio comedy. You know, it does look like a studio set overlit, like you know, no light sources. Well, but there if are you those moments. Really
1: if you want to get really technical. There is a dramatic moment with lighting when the chandelier falls. That's
2: true. Yes, there's that. That is there's the most that. dramatic on. There's a lot, of, totally uh, like, there's a lot of, like, lightning and dramatic lightning effects and stuff like that. I'm going to give it a
0: 70. 70. You're pretty I'm sure gonna go yourself with that. I'm going to go 90. I,
2: I think, like, lighting
0: has a lot to do with the plot and story and the drama of the movie. I'm going to give it a 67, giving an average of 75.67, which is 0. .67 points higher than female trouble.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so much closer to Mark than I am to John. What the hell is happening? You're
0: coming <laughs> to right. your senses, coming out of the dark. Um, our next category. <laughs>
1: Into some dramatic lighting.
0: <laughs> I want to see how they do the bus accident in the, uh, that Gloria on musical. Is it like the chandelier in Phantom? No. Like the act one break. Where the hell did this come from? <laughs> Doesn't she sick Coming Out of the Dark? Is that oh, I don't song? know. Anyways. Speaking of Gloria Estefan, Strident Women. Who would you rate this on Strident Women? Wow. I think
2: all of the women in this movie, except for the singing telegram uh, girl, are strident in various ways. For yes. sure.
0: Even the cook. Mm-hmm. Even that cook. He I mean, she doesn't have many night. lines, but she still is like she makes her presence known. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty great. I always think like, uh, I would love to be uh, Miss White, but I'm Mrs. Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god, you really are!
0: I just love her anxiety of like, well, I gotta fill up a silence. I'll keep talking while I eat this soup, and that's just the funniest thing to me. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the cook. <laughs> <laughs> So, what would you uh, get this for strident women? All the women are pretty strident, I would say. Yeah, I'm going to say 92. 92. I'll say 94. 94. I'll split the difference and do 93. Give an average of 93. Oh my God, I'm the lowest? Oh my wow. God. Because you hate <laughs> film. All right, the next category Macabre. How macabre is Clue? It's really macabre. Uh, I already said that it was
1: macabre when they get... I mean, like It's a murder the mystery. The bodies. It's a murder the tr- mystery. The treatment of the bodies. Yep. I also, I said it was macabre, like a black gift with a purple <laughs> ribbon. Yes. I do think that is like a macabre where to wrap Like something Tim Burton
0: would give you. Exactly. You know, and then yeah. you
1: open it up and it's a murder weapon. Although, like <laughs> if you opened up the wrench, wouldn't you be like, what is this? Right? Tools? Like you wouldn't be yeah. like, no. <laughs> like you get the knife, you're like, I get it. but Or the noose. Yeah, some the of, of them are a little bit like, uh-huh.
0: The news seems like, oh, a this seems like stick. a lot of
1: work.
2: The candlestick, <laughs> I'd be like,
1: oh, great, I'm going to take this home. Thank cool. Lame <laughs>
2: <Les> is gorgeous. <laughs>
0: exactly. For my piano. I think um, also
2: them just eating monkey's brains, which, like, when you know that's what they're eating, it looks like they just put frosting and, and like, like, mayonnaise on cauliflower and said, this is what monkey brains looks
0: like. Fair enough. Right. But that is macabre. And also when he, Mrs. Scarlet's husband second husband was decapitated and had his genitals removed. And then they mm-hmm. search right. a spooky mansion. There's taxidermy, making out with dead people, blackmail, spooky mm-hmm. mansion Whenever they night. say you go
1: ahead of me yes. and and <laughs> I'll be right behind you, and they're like, That's what I'm afraid of.
0: <laughs> That's kind of macabre. Pretty macabre. It's very macabre. Um ninety eight. Ninety eight. One of the grimmest movies you've ever seen. 98 as well. 98. Uh, I'm going to 89 because it's the overall. Mo- yes. You just made this huge case for why it was so macabre. I give you a
1: big score and you're like, that's the most cr- uh, grim movie you have ever.
2: <laughs> Welcome to doing a podcast with Mark Renney. Yeah.
0: I react. Uh, I'm going to give it 89. Uh, give an average of 95. Pretty macabre. I react. <laughs> I react. I react and you love it. The next category, wigs. I would rate the wigs Include glue. Is it just Miss White?
2: We got Madeline Kahn's. I think Colleen Camp and Eileen Brennan definitely have pieces added to their hair. I think they both have such specific hairdos that have like a lot of volume to them that I think stuff has been added. I would and say e- that's
1: true for Colleen Camp. I don't know if that's true for Eileen Brennan because it's actually mainly her hat.
2: That hat's doing a lot there's of heavy a, lifting. There's a lot of hair there. I also just want to give some shout out to Leslie Warren's hair in and of itself because it has it's a very like specific mid 80s i just gave a blow job styling to it like it's just like just messy enough
0: <laughs> toss to- and there's something that very Tossle? specific Tossle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um it's probably not a wig but it's a specific hair look it's so I,
1: not 50s
2: exactly too. i feel like it's funny like most period pieces are betrayed by the hairstyles
0: thank you right. someone's finally saying it <laughs> like,
2: that's how you can tell. If you look at the hair, how it's styled, or like even makeup, that will tell you really when the movie was made, as opposed to like well, and when Russell Crowe and Titan Gladiators
0: got that Clooney cut. Exactly. With
1: Caesar. Um, what's her? F- the, the Singing Telegram girl might have a wig.
2: She's wearing actually. a hat,
1: though, for the most part.
2: She has a pillbox hat. Yeah, but she
1: has a big, but in front of the hat, she has a big old thing of hair. That's true. Um, and she was she from the Go-Go's. Jane Weidland from true? the Go-Go's. Yep.
2: Mm hmm. The rhythm guitarist.
1: <laughs> it's like not even something I really understand what that means. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. 50. 50.
0: I'm going to go 70. 70. Uh, I'm going to go 40 because it's just Madeline Conrad. That to me, that's like the iconic wig and everything else is kind of average. All right. Going to make up a lot of points here. Quips. How quippy God. is Clue? I mean, it's almost cu- all
1: quips. It's yep. exclusively, Quip. exclusively quips. How can you joke at a time like this? It's my defense mechanism. <laughs> Dinner wasn't that bad. <laughs> to make a long story short. Too late. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Mark was sipping. I was sipping. I was just going to sit back and be entertained by mm. the reciting of the Big clips from Quo. I can't speak. You
1: know what? I don't have to worry about ever being like, you gave a different score to a different movie and it was way quippier and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to go 100.
2: 100. I'm going to go 96. 96? Why not 100? I don't know. Just because there's, I don't know. Just to give it a little space. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Give it some space. Uh, I'm going to give it a 100. I can't think of a quippier movie. I mean, this is what I think of when i think of quips given an average of 98.67 all right the next category vibrato how would you write the vibrato in clue so of course we as always we
2: mean not just literal vibrato but anytime oh. they give you something extra and a moment is sort of given more zhuzh to it
1: i mean there's a lot of judge like there's tons the whole of explanation with the running which i read <laughs> mm. in the trivia that Eileen Brennan, like that was the hardest part of it because <laughs> she had just gotten up. She was addicted to pain meds after she had had this, like a car, like ran her off the road. And so <laughs> she was like in all of this pain and she was just running around. And she was like, Jesus, can we not run everywhere? Um,
2: I mean, it's so extra. Like everything. Like, well, Colleen Madeline Kahn. boobs, that <laughs> breasts are legit, are just inherently vibrato. The performance, yeah. Uh, her like for he's a jolly good fellow that harmony the, she says literal sings, vibrato that is insane Eileen Brennan's that glasses is- are vibrato um, Malin Khan's veil that she has in the very beginning of the movie um, and also like how the all of them
1: push what like together yes. like when they go through a <laughs> they hallway they mass. don't want to go behind each other and they yeah. just push which is like so ridiculous and cartoonish
0: mm-hmm. yeah There's I a think every to moment the they're just a dude extra yeah so, Jeff, what would you give this for, Vibrato? 98. 98. Giving you somewhere I was to go. I go 98 as well. Um, sure, why not? 98. 98's across yeah. the board. Yeah. Ah! All right, the next category. <laughs> the last of the canon categories, Footwork. What would you rate the footwork? It the... actually is a lot of footwork. A, lot a ton of it. And Tim there's Curry. so much
2: physical comedy in this movie as well. Like, there's, like, that moment where they're, like, everyone's running back to like the the hallway and then the people and then it's like uh who is it it's yvette mr green wadsworth and madeline khan like all run into each other and just like oh, like oh my yeah. god like, when i watched that i was like how fall? the
1: hell did they do that because you see the full <laughs> shot you see them land and they're not landing yeah. on a mat
2: i think it was stuntmen mm-hmm. there's also that moment where um there was like 11 stunt people <laughs> on this movie um when uh Madeline Kahn is talking about and she says like um his his head was cut off and she goes and uh his you know and then they cut to the three men sitting on the sofa and they all cross their legs.
0: Right. There's like also the scene in the opening moment. Leslie Ann Warren literally kicks up her heel to hitchhike. And sure. when
1: when they're smelling the dog shit, they all pick up their yeah. feet and look at their <laughs> feet. And I kept thinking like when in when Because Madeline Kahn and Colin Camp were both wearing black stockings with black heels. And when they picked up their legs, their legs looked so delicate. When they picked up their legs to Mm -hmm. look at for dog shit. They're just
0: wisps of a thing. (laughs) Mm. A strong wind will blow them away. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give it a 98. 98. I'm going to give it a 99. 99. Uh, I'll give it an 80. 80. Given an average Why? Of, Why so little? Well just because it, it's mostly running, I think like when I think of I need like a choreographed dance number, I think to really like take it over there. There's that like to that tons
2: mix. of like choreographed like weird like three stooges routines constantly throughout this movie.
0: Yeah. All right, fine. Ninety. <laughs> okay. Happy? Ninety? Yes. Will that shut you oh up? My God, you lobbied and won. <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> I also contain multitudes. Given an average of ninety five point <laughs> sixty seven, which is more than face off. <laughs> Alright, so now we are into the wheel categories I stand by it <laughs> <laughs> um, These are categories that are neither bonus nor canon For instance, you might find Waiting in the Wings on the wheel category which was brought to you by Jeff Hiller on his Showgirls episode Flashback flashback are there any flat i don't think there are any flash well there are there at the end yes i had to think about yes
2: it. when he's going here's what happened here's what happened you look at this person and they go to so many oh, shots of right they're people. just flashbacks the whole of last, the same last night. third of the movie is just tons of flashbacks
0: that's true 89 89 i'll give it a 90 90 um i'll give it a 90 an average of 89.67, which is almost tw- uh, 20 points more than Scott Pilgrim versus the world got in flashbacks.
4: <laughs> there you go.
0: Wheel category number two Gay icon. Gay icon. Well, oh, Madeline Kahn. Come on. <laughs> Madeline Kahn. Eileen Brennan. Mm-hmm. I think we could say Tim Curry. All of the women. Tim oh, Curry. Tim Curry, for sure. Rocky Leslie horror? Ann Warren
2: in yes. the, she, I mean she's not like a, a Victor top Victoria. shelf gay icon, but this and Victor Victoria. Have you seen Come Color on. of
0: Night, where she's in like a s- support group? It's like a sex psychological thriller <laughs> with like Bruce Willis. It's awful, but she is doing the most <laughs> oh, yeah. in this like people in recovery scenes. Yeah. It's worth yeah, yeah, watching yeah, yeah. just for that. Definitely. Um eighty nine. Eighty nine. I'm gonna go ninety again. Ninety. I will also go ninety. All right. Wheel okay. category number How many number wheel two. categories are 27. there? 27. No, there's four. <laughs> <laughs> Only four. <laughs> oh, here we go. Breath acting. Breath
2: acting. There's a ton in this. Yeah. After um, Mrs. Peacock drinks the wine and someone goes, maybe he was poisoned, she has a monologue of screaming where she's just going, ah, ah, and she's running around that room, right. and then Mr. Green has to smack her and go, well, I had to stop her screaming. You've got that. Yvette screams a whole bunch. I still
0: don't know about screaming as breath acting, because that's not.
2: (laughs) What do you not know about that?
0: Well, I just feel like breath acting is (laughs) more. It's quieter. It's more like contained. It's like screaming. I think it contains multitude.
2: Acting is not just one emotion. It's lots of different things. But breath acting. Using your breath for acting. Yeah, yeah. I think screaming is a part of that. And I also think that moment when Yvette gets killed, when she's like, she has that weird, like, no one saw me, this and that. Right. And she, oh, she, and she has it, an it, accent that, that she acting. doesn't have at either at any other point in the movie. Now she's got that. that's
0: breath acting. <laughs> that's, that's what I said in the theater. <laughs> People told me. Let's get stood Mono
1: up. on the phone to really define this.
0: No, but it, we still don't know. It's been almost a year. <laughs>
1: um, um, 75.
2: 75. I'm going 97. 97. Uh, I'm there's so much f- screaming. There's so much, just like just juicing your voice in a way and just using your breath in a way that I think is ideal for Juice this category. in your voice? Excuse
0: what? me? That's what you've had too that. much dairy. I'm going to yeah. give it a 40. 40? I said what I said. Oh. I don't agree that screaming is breath acting.
2: All right, final wheel category <laughs> Shattered glass. There's a ton of oh, shattered solution. glass. Shattered glass? There's a the ton of shattered glass. Windows. Madeline Kahn smashes her
1: wine glass at some point. People are dropping glasses all the time. There's that um when um, Leslie M. Warren is in the ballroom and she thinks somebody's behind the curtain and she breaks she opens it and there's just a yeah, broken window. Right. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna give it a full eighty-three.
0: A full eighty-three. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a <laughs> half There's also the, the <laughs> a, see, a shot when Leslie Ann Warren goes behind the drape, and you see broken glass, but we never see it be shattered. But there is, is a pane of shattered glass. That's what I just said. Mm-hmm. Did what you mention that? Well, I'm sorry. In the ballroom. Listen, I gotta mm-hmm. navigate this and the Zoom <laughs> and an Excel sheet. There's a lot going sure. on. So over much here. Zoom
2: navigation happening.
0: I'm all tabbing left and right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll give it a 95. Ninety five. I mean they freeze frame on the one chandelier of mm-hmm. behind poor oh, Mark. You're Ball. right. Okay, can I change mine? It should you be can. it should be ninety. Okay, ninety. <laughs> um I'll give it ninety two. Oh, I should go higher. Oh well.
1: What do I care? It's not my give movie. Give an average of ninety two
0: point thirty three. All right, now the time has come to add a category. So I had a thought for Duncan. this. Yes.
2: I think melodramatic monologue. I feel like so many characters in this movie have a moment where they talk about like, you know, like Tim Curry talks about him and his wife or, you know, Martin Mull talks about like, you know, everyone sort of has these moments where they like reveal their thing and there's very melodramatic. It feels very sort of like soap opera-y in a way that I feel like is very gay that we don't have represented in other categories. Correct. So I think this is one that like, I think will help with a movie, like will work for other movies, but I think also works very well for this one. What do you guys think of that? That works for me.
1: Me too. I'm going to give it a 97.
2: 97. I'm going to give it a hundred. I feel like every character has a moment where they're like, this is what happened to me. This is how I came to my life and how, uh, why I'm here. I think it's like a great example of it. Like there were monologues from this. So I was like, oh, this would be fun to just start doing in auditions. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do Mr. Green's uh, coming out monologue from Clue. Um,
0: or, you know, I think there's just so much there that you could do. I'm going to give it a 95. All right. We are now into the bonus categories. So this, instead of 0 to 100 points, we're going to give it 0 to 5% for each one. Then the movie is not penalized for not scoring high. These, these are just added to the already points they've already accumulated. So the first category, makeover montage. They
1: wear the same thing the whole time. I don't think there is I think.
0: One. If if we
2: consider like I know who the murderer is and he sort of runs through the whole movie and says here's this here's this here's that and it's sort of like but that happens shows all in real time. Yeah, but he does like a montage of the whole night.
0: Mm. It feels more like a flashback to me than a montage.
2: <laughs> but they don't
0: actually go anywhere. <laughs> I know it just doesn't seem like a montage to me. Jeff, it's can not super So not I super say between zero to five. One. <laughs> yeah, one. I'll give it a one as well. I will also give it a one. All right, next category: angry phone hangups.
1: Well, there's the one there's where a the, couple. they're he, they put the pipe when they're killing the cop. The lead pipe. They put the lead pipe on the phone, and there's a and thing a similar... I noticed
0: in this move that they don't do anymore where like objects will just like fly off a shelf or like things just like break. You know what I mean? It's like a trope that used to be like big, you know, like when the candlestick's on the shelf and it just falls off on its own. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's like a trope that used to be very popular, but now it doesn't happen anymore. (laughs) 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 Just a thing
2: I noticed. Okay. So do you think the candlestick falling on is like an angry
0: phone hangup? No, it's just something I noticed. I didn't know when else to mention it. I just wanted to make sure that was mentioned. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna say <laughs> But there's two times where
2: someone is on the phone and then someone hangs up and then kills them. Right. The motorist and the cop. So I'll give it three percent. Three. Three sounds
0: good to me. Um, I'll give it two. Give it a two point six seven. All right, next category titular theme song. Oh, clue. Everybody's clue. <laughs> I wish this does seem right for a musical has there never there has been a clue musical but i don't know no, it was just
1: it. a play it wasn't a musical oh. i was actually offered a role for it in it I which was, one I wow which part i was offered the role i thought it, when they so offered that? it to me i was like of course they're offering me the homosexual and then i looked and it was actually <laughs> professor plum
0: <laughs> you'd be a great yeah. professor plum you'd be great i didn't take you it you could totally uh sleep with your clients <laughs> i'm sure they probably do a different take on what the character games are i would think I guess so, but if you're making, no, because I think if you're
2: making a musical, I actually think it would not make a, the challenge of making Clue a musical is that it is a farce and there's certain energy and pace that that demands that does not always fit well with musicals and what that demands. And so I think that would be tough to sort of like add songs into it because the energy and the pacing of it. And I think when most people think of Clue, if you were going to see a musical of Clue, you would think it was based on the movie. You wouldn't be like, "Oh, based on the board game." So, like, to <laughs> abandon those characters or those iconic moments in your musical would be like people would be like,
0: "I guess." Would you say the drowsy chaperone is like a farcical musical?
2: It's Somewhat, a but it has farcy. like. But it's more like there's too much farcy. sentimentality in it that farcy. doesn't work with farce.
1: And it's not as slamming doorsy as as. Mm. Yeah.
2: I think so, the closest to like a farce musical is a funny thing happened way to the forum.
1: Most happy fella. No, not most happy fella. I've Never fella. seen most happy fella. Not most happy fella. Happy What's, happy What's fella. the one I'm thinking <laughs> was
2: of? Like, isn't that a big like operetta? Not little me, not. Little Abner. Little uh, Me is sort of, it's sort of more broad sketch comedy than farce. I would say. Yentl. Ugh, farce. All the slamming doors.
0: <laughs> People in disguise. But can you hear me <laughs> slam? <laughs> not on the other side of the room. I'm We're Amy Irving. For... Slam. But <laughs> they break the fourth wall. I love where they break the fourth wall. You saying, well, that's so farce. <laughs> it's so farce. It's <laughs> this is so farce of Babs. <laughs> Jeff, what are you going to give this for titular theme song? I guess zero, right?
2: I think shake, I think rattle, good. and roll. Like feels like when you hear that song, you think of Clue. So even though it's not like the theme song, I think it does have that sort of. Um, attachment where See, I hearing that song makes you think of the thing
0: with Clue me okay. too
1: I totally you know what I was thinking it played when they were all arriving and I was like what happened to Shaboom Shaboom mm. it's the making and out it's with when the they're making out mm. with yeah. dead yeah, yeah. people you know what I'm going to give it a 1% for that I'm changing a
0: 1 it. I'm going to give it a 2 2 I'm going to give it a 1 for Shaboom alright next category fun fonts <laughs> I there's, there's a bunch a lot I think the opening fonts. credits those title cards, the title cards the are credits. great. The
1: end credits are great mm-hmm.
0: when they're on the playing cards. Yeah, would you love mm-hmm. to have a deck f- those framed in your home? Oh.
1: no, I don't think you I you wouldn't them. want a thing of Eileen
0: <laughs> Brennan as Mrs. Peacock in your house
1: on my wall. I like if it was just her in the bathroom, but I wouldn't want all of them. I would you like... put it in the
2: bathroom or the kitchen? So that's like a theme for the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a clue themed bathroom.
1: I guess. I guess. I would want one. Like but I don't think I would want Mrs. White because it's a little too on the nose. I think I would Thank you. I think Mrs. Peacock is the one I would want.
0: It's the inspired choice. She's a good one. Yesig yeah. when they're gonna I say. wouldn't mind a calling camp in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> no. One is a maid to remind you up, gotta s- scrub the sink.
1: This is her. Um are you guys listening to You Must Be Remember This Right now about Polly Platt and Peter Platt. It's so great.
2: It's mm-hmm. so
1: great. Well she you know, had an affair with Peter Bogdanovich right before he he left. He broke up with her right when he went with Dorothy Stratton with Calling Camp.
0: Um, uh, what was it? The- so for fun, Fawn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, Come on. We're getting through this. 3%. Now. 3. I'll give it a 4. 4. I will also give it a 4. I think it's pretty fun. All right. Next category. Cheerworthy cameos. Well, I when I was a kid growing up, it was all about Jane Wyland. We were so we were like, because I we gogos were huge, right? Mm-hmm. In our house, so we loved when Jane Wyland showed up. We literally said that Jane what? We said it to people who already knew, but we still did it every time.
1: <laughs> well, I remember like people being like. You know, she's in a band, but then, like, they didn't know what band it was because I was from Texas and <laughs> really? we're all stupid. So, um, I got mean, We the Beat
0: was you. the first pop song oh, that I ever, I like, Oh, I fully loved. know who the like, Go-Go's were.
1: We just didn't know she was from the Go-Go's. <laughs> I see. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I would say, I would say that was a pretty big cheer-worthy cameo. And I would say Howard Hesman is a cheer-worthy cameo. I
2: think he's in it too much for a cameo. Really, He's in it a little more than we typically... We usually think, like, one scene. I and I think... I was thinking of this, too, but there's... Because, like, there are three different endings and he appears in them in different times. He's also in the opening, right? He's not in the opening, but he Doesn't comes he in earlier somebody as a, as a Oh, yeah. Um... But I also think you could say that uh, Kelly Nakahara, who plays the cook, like she only is in that very first scene and then it's just her corpse.
1: And I would say Mr. Body. Well, I guess he's not really a cameo. I mean, we talk about him a lot, but I don't know. I'm going to just give it a three and just
0: walk away. Three. I'll say three as well. I will also give it a three. Give it an average of three. All right. Next, (laughs) story: Pool trouble.
2: There's not a swimming pool, but there's a pool table. That's where Yvette gets murdered. That's true. Talk
0: about trouble. Uh <laughs> River City. Yeah.
4: You um, know what? For that, so I'm I giving think, yeah. it a
0: four. <laughs> you just pumped your <laughs> fist in the air. Yeah. yeah. I will give it a four as well. Four. Uh, I'll give it a two. Because it uh, feels like a bit of a stretch. But it's mm-hmm. something. There are also a pool of suspects. All right, next category. <laughs> Sassy best friend. Mm. I feel like I nobody Colin is Camp... anyone's friend here, though. Like, they're all like ready to stab, literally stab each other in the back.
2: Yeah, but what about the informants? They're the best friends of these people, and they're being real sassy by selling their secrets <laughs> to Mr. Body. I, I would don't say. Think
0: they're best friends. It's purely transactional. There is this
1: sort of reveal at the end with Howard Hessman and um, Michael oh, McKeon. Uh, That's true. Where he kind of is like, take him away. I'm going to go home and make love to my wife. And.
0: That's how you know he's not gay anymore because he's speaking with confidence. Right. Mm -hmm. So,
1: ironically, the sassy best friend is the moment where he
2: (laughs) reveals he's straight.
0: Two. (laughs) Two percent. That translates to a two. I'll give it a two as well. Two. Uh, Sure. Why not a two? All right. Next category a bold lip. Oh, five. Five. (laughs) What are you basing it on?
1: Truly, I thought about the lip in every single scene all all of the women have a gorgeous bold lip and it's Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like we've eaten we've had drinks we've had a murder (laughs) and we people have gone through dusty corridors and everyone comes out with a bold red lip five five Mm -hmm. and i also
0: wouldn't you say tim curry has bold lips Ooh, like that's indeed. an iconic mouth, Oof. you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that. it is. I think he's one of those a smile you would recognize. Like if you just, you know, cut off mm-hmm. everything right. above the nose.
1: I, I'm standing by five.
0: Five. Because the vet had a bold <laughs> lip too. Yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna go 4.5. four and a half, four point five. Uh, I'll go four. Just if we ever do a movie with Joker in it, I gotta have somewhere to go. <laughs> sure. All right, next category, witches. How would you write the witches in a Clue? What? Okay, there's not
2: a ton, but Madeline Kahn's husband does disappear and never reappears. And it's That's suggested
0: true. that she had something to do with it. So she could have like cast a spell or something, or perhaps. some sort of ritual with sort
1: of... cutting off his genitals—a
0: mm-hmm. midsummer type situation, mm-hmm. exactly.
2: Indeed.
1: Do you mean Midsummer or Midsummer Midsommar? by by Shakespeare?
2: Mm-hmm. That one, <laughs> where the I mechanicals came in, and I'm dished. so
0: familiar with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Puck, mm-hmm. exactly.
1: Puck
2: came in. With... Puck's
1: kind of a witch.
2: Um, I
0: don't know. One. One. Yeah, I'll give it a one. One. I'll also give it a one. All right. Next category. On a scale of zero to five percent, how Korean is Clue? (laughs) Y'all get this one? Um, (laughs) Zero. Well, all
2: right. Kelly Nakahara. No, hold on. Kelly Nakahara plays the cook. I looked online. She was born in Hawaii, but she is most well known for playing a role in M.A.S.H., which was set in the Korean War. One and in the in on Mash TV show, she says specifically that her character is Korean. One and a so half. I don't know if she herself is Korean. I couldn't find out, but I'm gonna give it a two.
0: A two. Uh, I gotta mm-hmm. give it a zero. I don't think that for her work on Mash, I don't think translates to her work on Clue. I'm giving um, it a one and a half. Is that okay? I got it. Okay. That is yeah. a course of course whatever you got to do. Give an average of one point seventeen. All right. Next category felt. Would you write the Felt? Don't worry, Jeff. Felt is still here. Your favorite Ugh. category. Ugh. Well, there's the pool table that has felt on That's it. That's true.
2: Professor Clum Professor Plum's coat when he first arrives, it's a very like sort of like tweed felty kind of coat. I think um there's a couple close-ups of Tim Curry where his vest seems sort of felty, or at least fabric that was processed. And since we've learned that felt is a process, Thank I think you. there's actually a bunch of felt in this movie. Five. There's a lot of drapes, a lot of sort of... <laughs>
0: Five, just You've really fabrics. come around, Jeff. Mm-hmm.
1: On principle.
0: I'll go four on this one. Remember
1: on the other one I said, no matter what, I'm always giving this 100? <laughs> Five. That's true.
0: Um, I'll also give it a four. All right, next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Uh, I, I think this can... one's a zero, unfortunately. Zero. Zero. Alright, next category. Themes of mothers. Colonel Mustard
2: does talk about his mommy and daddy a bunch. He does. He's like a little boy. A little war profiteer who wants his parents to love him.
0: And who can't relate I'm to gonna...
2: that? Oh yeah, he says he was going to send it to my mother.
1: It would have killed her. I I'm Apparently so, since you already yeah, told yeah. us she was dead. She's dead. Um, mm-hmm. Two and a half.
0: Two and a half for one sentence <laughs> mentioning a mother. He mentions for her th- themes of th- motherhood at least two times. Is that a theme mm-hmm. in the movie motherhood for that character? Oh, uh, <laughs> motherhood
2: seems to drive. Her. I don't know a sense of like his relationship with his mom. It's
1: eleven fifty-three in New York.
0: <laughs> it's the city I'm that never a
1: 1.5. It sleeps during Rona, baby. It's never <laughs> awake during Rona. <laughs> it's finally catching up on its deficit. <laughs>
0: oh, good. I'm going to give it a one. All right. Next category a feels song. Is there a song in Clue that puts you in your feels? I mean, it's not
1: the feels like emotional feels, but. I was waiting for that "Shaboom Shaboom" song because I used to sing that with my friends all the yeah. time about Clue. Sure.
4: <laughs>
1: and I, when it came on, I was like, "Oh, here it is! So nostalgia." It's it's more about nostalgia than it is about like. Mm, I'm really feeling it.
0: Be- the, and on its own, "Shaboom Shaboom" doesn't like move you. <laughs>
1: it does now i tell you, yeah, if I you heard Shaboom things. Shaboom, I would think about watching Clue with my neighbors, all that's the kids in my time. neighborhood. Oh, well, well, And also being like, gay, if they mentioned the word gay, that's what I would <laughs> if do. If they
0: mentioned, they're going to do A to B and then figure out no. I'm gay. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. A to A, honey. Um... A to A. A to
0: hang. <laughs> <hi. Nope. laughs> <It's 1154>. Two. <laughs> two. Uh, sure, I'll give it two as well. Shaboom, shaboom, put you in your feels.
2: Yeah, I feel excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're gonna do it. I'm gonna make out with a coin. I was dancing
0: to shake, rattle, and roll too, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a one for feel song. I like them, but it's uh, it's like a sugar blast. All right, next mm-hmm. category gossip. How gossipy is clue? It's pretty gossipy. I think you gotta go five on this. It's all about like
2: blackmail and mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's knowing each other yeah, Secrets, yeah, five. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm convinced.
0: I will also give it a five. Finally, Jeff, we're in the home stretch. Mm. This is all or nothing. 15% bonus mm. for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. This is sort of interesting.
2: Yeah, we can. There's a conversation to be had with this one. We'll find out. Because because I think Michael McKeon... It's interesting in that, like, he is a straight actor playing this part, which we're supposed to believe is gay for most of the movie. And I think it has aged well. I don't think there's anything about Michael McKeon's performance that is cringy or feels like no. needs to be changed or they should be embarrassed by. But it.
0: everyone does, like, have a wave of disgust when they mention it. Everyone kind of, all the men are kind of like, ugh, like they kind of right. gay yeah, panicky. He, that, and, but he doesn't himself um, get
2: affected by that.
1: And the reveal... well, uh plum specifically like cringes and walks away yeah but um mm. but but the big thing is in the end he's not really gay and it's like he's this really character gay. is redeemed
0: right it's kind of like a joke yeah uh
1: which i remember like as a child being like
0: yeah. cuz i i remember
1: as a kid watching it when i mean not to get too deep or whatever but
2: do it it's almost midnight. Get I'm so tired,
1: um, but when he stood up and he was like, "I'll say it. I'm gay, and I'm not ashamed of that. I just work for the State Department." I remember as a kid being like, "He's not ashamed of it," because <laughs> inside I was like, "I'm profoundly ashamed of it."
2: <laughs> um, but I think he does a great job. I think Michael McKeon's performance has aged well. I think it's been it does, but what, I don't think thirty five years and...
0: right has a positive. But I think Michael. He does. But I think this is for the I think movie he does. itself.
2: I think, like, he does a good job. I think there's nothing about his performance that we can look back on and be like, that has to change. True. And I think he, I think, especially in the time that it was made, uh, I think that, uh, I don't know, I think this movie is, ironically, I think, it, I, I think it could earn it. His
1: best in show character is way swishier, like stereotypically <laughs> sure. swishier. Okay. Um, I'm going to
0: give it a. Well, this is all or nothing. No, this we is an all agree. or nothing. Oh, sorry. So I don't think it does, because I think, I hear what you're saying. Like, Michael McKean's performance is good, and the character is, like, presented as very competent and doesn't seem tortured. But then the end, he's not even gay. And then also there's, like, the cringy gay panic that's played for laughs. So all that, to, and also it doesn't play into the rest of the movie ever, really. They kind of mentioned the beginning, never mentioned it again that much until the end. So, it, like, I can't say this is like, oh, this is a great representation of homosexuality. But I don't think there's anything cringy
2: or embarrassing about no, it,
0: No, but though. that's not, I'm not, we're not taking points away. I'm just saying I don't think it earns the bonus. Mm-hmm. I
1: hear you, John, but I do think the fact that, like, at the end of the movie that he says, uh, I'm going to go home and sleep with, sleep my, with wife, my wife. it It is like, see, I was the hero all along. You thought right, I was just right. a fucking Gross homo, and so I have to say no.
0: Well, fair enough, <laughs> valiant effort, John. All right, finally, negative 50%. If this is the movie Boat Trip,
2: <laughs> this is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points.
0: All right, so I saw that movie end. in the theater,
2: <laughs> I've never seen it.
0: Don't. Boat Trip. We probably no. will next year. I'm sure. <laughs> we'll have you back, Jeff. All right. So well, how do you think you did? How do you We're think at this did? Mm, I think
1: it did okay. I don't know. I don't know math. It's hard.
0: It's okay. It's almost midnight in New York City. Midnight in mm-hmm. New York City. <laughs> All right. Well, I will tell you how we did. Well, out of a total possible... 2,568.01 points Clue has scored 2,131.34 giving it a percentage of 83 making it the second gayest movie ever yeah, not as baby. gay as Female Trouble but gayer than Grease 2 you're kidding yeah <laughs> pretty <Hurrah>! good <guys. laughs> well Grease 2 has a 79.51 <laughs> Clue is 83 then Female Trouble is 94.83 oh I love Grease 2
2: <laughs> do you like it better than Greece?
0: Oh yeah, so do what I.
2: What's wrong with you? No, Greece is so much better.
1: I agree, it's better, but
0: it's just it sometimes can't you be. don't want a movie to be better. You know what I mean? Sometimes you want a movie to be trash. Sometimes you want to eat garbage. Sometimes you do. Why do you think McDonald's
1: exists? Mm-hmm. Let's bowl, Let's uh, bowl, Let's rock and roll. I think
2: if if Greece two didn't end on two ballads, it would be a it would <laughs> have true. a stronger contention to be a better. I did ball.
1: always fast forward through the like. Ballad in, yeah. in the fog when he's in the motorcycle yeah. outfit. I did fast forward that.
2: It's like turn back the hands of time or something stupid like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming Thanks out. Thanks so your much for coming back and staying and... late.
2: <laughs> Wait,
1: I thought I got to add a category. No, that doesn't happen anymore. We did
0: that as a group because we you did didn't was... pick this movie, Jeff. John did.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> right. no, John, I
0: forgot about it. <laughs> We went That's over not that to say months. it was so a bad category. I'm just so tired. <laughs> Jeff, we is got there it. We got anything it. you would like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time?
1: No. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? When is this coming out?
0: Uh, third week of the August. third week in August.
1: Um, well, if it comes out um, before August 14th.
2: <laughs> no, it's coming out the 19th. Okay, then I don't have anything to plug. (laughs) (laughs) What happens on the 14th? Yeah, what are you doing on the 14th?
1: I'm doing a show of Justin Sayers called When Sunny Went Blue on the Dynasty Typewriter Network or whatever website. Oh,
0: nice. That sounds fun. Yeah, well,
1: it happened three or four days ago.
0: (laughs) I hope it was fun. <laughs> Maybe if they go to your Instagram or Twitter, they can see some fun photos of it happening. Of I people have to sitting tell you, the
1: pandemic forced me off of social media and I'm no longer on social media. So you cannot go to any good for but, you. Yeah.
0: We support you. Well then look up uh, in playbill.com.
1: <laughs> Hillertime.com. I have a website.
0: Hillertime. There we oh, go. Oh, Nice. It's updated Bookmark.
1: at least annually.
0: <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough for everyone. Bookmark that. Make it set his homepage. Jeff, thank you so much. Always the so delight. <laughs>
1: thank you. And,
0: and we'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. We're, We're back. back. Beautiful harmonies. Wow.
2: Beautiful, beautiful vibrato. Um, well, thank first of all, thank you, Celia, for pitching that movie. Thank you, Celia. It. It's like iconic, it
0: I would say. I think so, definitely. Over how many other slapsticky murder mysteries are there? Uh, there's a Pink handful. Panther. There's Murder by Death, Pink Panther. Um, I feel like this one's age. Yeah, so I do love this movie. Go on, go ahead. Well, I was no, gonna say, there saying? are like the things that had like it didn't come up, but like, did it age well? There were things like uh. Mr. Plum, Professor Plum's a little too lecherous. Like, that's like, all right, you're just being a creep. Like, that's one thing <laughs> sure. that probably hasn't aged very well. But other, everything else is like pretty. I mean, it's also predominantly a white cast, too. But like, right. that was the time people were stupid. Or, right. Or just well, I mean, I also think it,
2: it weirdly has like the benefit of like when a movie is like is a period piece and of it's like cause like technically this movie does not like the movie came out in 85 but the movie is set in like I think 54, 53 yeah. or 54 in New England. So there's something about that which allows it which I think helps with it, it not aging poorly. You know what I mean? Like if you're doing a movie that's supposed to like reflect the time that it's come out and like what people think and how they feel, then that could vary or how they talk or how they, you know what I mean? That if you're making a movie that's trying to capture a moment, the current moment, it, I think it can, it, it lends itself to aging poorly. Did you think as opposed Clue to was something that's to like
0: capture the moment of the 19- No, exactly. That's my point is that it wasn't in a way that like a lot of oh, other yeah, movies yeah, right.
2: are, you know what I mean? Like it's not trying to be like, this is a people today. Right, right, and right. so because of that, it, Avoids aging poorly, I think. Usually, sh- I think there's a lot of pitfalls it avoids in that way.
0: Sure, Any uh, it's a classic movie. I own it. On I had owned it already on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. so I was
2: ready. Is to there watch something it. as special and fun on the Blu-ray?
0: You know what? The it's so offensive. The special features are alternate endings. I'm like, no, those are canon. <laughs> that's on the, the that's DVD. The text. Yeah, that's part of the movie. That is the text. Those are not special <laughs> feature. You could choose to watch it with a random ending. I'm Like, who would do that? I only know this movie with the three endings. Like, why would I? And Funny. also, the last one's the best one when they all did it. Like, that's the I most that satisfying the best one. one.
2: Yeah, I think I think Miss Scarlet is a good one. I think the Miss Peacock one is sort of like, okay, I guess.
0: It is fun there to was see a, a different fourth side ending. of Mrs. Peacock, though, because then sh- sure. she's like, all of her anxiety is away, and, like, she's totally in control.
4: hmm
2: There was a fourth ending where Wadsworth killed everybody, but they never shot it.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. well and yet it's the second gayest movie of all time wow look at that thank you celia thank you celia that was great um
2: yeah so if you guys want to email us any thoughts or suggestions you can do so at two old queens that's t-w-o old queens at gmail.com as you can see your voices are heard
0: (laughs) they are heard you are seen Mm-hmm. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens T W Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, at Mark Rennie, where I maintain the current rankings of the gayest movie ever. And also, within the next couple of weeks, we're going to be updating the scoring system once again. Maybe about twenty five percent different. We'll be taking things, newer categories off the wheel Shoveling shuffling them some bonus. categories. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. taking some things the wheel from bonus. Like, just uh, it's not mm-hmm. going to be made. It's not going to be a huge reinvention of the wheel, literally. But exactly it's uh just but gonna just keep, keep it fresh shoveling keep stuff it fresh.
2: around keep it fresh mm-hmm. yeah
0: so let us know uh, yeah so let us know if there's, there's categories you, you
2: love you want to hear more often you're sick of whatever let us know and again you yes. are heard you are seen you're a part of this process <laughs> we have we nothing else you. to do <laughs> there's re- <laughs> yeah and since you have nothing else you can rate subscribe you know <laughs> uh, rate us on itunes that's always good
0: uh you know how to do all that fun stuff
2: Absolutely, um, but we'll
0: see you next week when great. it's the last of Queen's Choice. It's my pick. Mm-hmm. i w- guarantee it will not do as well as Clue, but it's a movie <laughs> near and dear to my heart, Alien Covenant. <laughs> so okay, it's a movie. It's my favorite film franchise. Um, and we'll, I'm you think bull- this is finished. the gayest of the aliens? Uh possibly. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Now that you mention it, yes.
2: <laughs> All right, excellent. <laughs> so there we well, go. Well,
0: we'll find out next week. We'll find out.
5: Until Alrighty. next
0: time, goodbye. goodbye. For she's a jolly good fellow. For she's a jolly good fellow. For she's a jolly good fellow. Nobody, can deny. Good fellow. nobody can deny. Oh, but nobody can deny. Can deny. All right.
2: <laughs> now it's time for credits. we got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie.